Ma and Pa and Pickles and Penny Pig are going on a picnic. Here comes Ma with the picnic basket. Please hurry up, Ma. The pigs are going to the beach to have their picnic. But first, Pa has some shopping to do. He is going to order some things to be delivered to their home. I wonder what those things could be. <gasps> Did you see that? Dingo Dog has knocked down almost all the parking meters. What a terrible driver. I think Officer Flossie is going to have to give him a ticket. At least she's going to try. We'll see if she succeeds. Welcome to A Thousand and One Good Nights, a new podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Turn the pages with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they try to understand the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. So, uh, Nick, tell me uh, what what attracts you to the, the 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 craziness that is Richard Scarry's cars and trucks and things that go. Well, I, I think that's just it. This is a crazy book. Like any, I I had not, um, I didn't remember this book at all until even I guess the cover looked vaguely familiar, like Richard Scarry kind of stuff. Um, but it wasn't until I got to let me see here. Page eight, which is it's early on, and it's the page with Pete's pickle truck, the giant pickle semi truck, and there's a little hatch at the back, and there's pickles flying out of the back of his yeah. semi truck, <laughs> and I, I distinctly remember that visual from childhood. It, it's the strangest. I don't remember anything else about this book, but I remember those. You just remember the pickle. The pickles <laughs> flying out of the back of Pete's pickle truck. <laughs> Which is a crazy thing. Like that's you know. So I feel like that's that's a nice little nugget of craziness that is this whole book. Um, so I I love. There's a lot of things I love about this book. Um, obviously, I don't know how you could read this book and not find uh, like 101 things that are just incredible about it. But I think the thing that I appreciate the most is that the craziness really. It, not only is it entertaining, but I think it serves a really important function, which is I, I suspect it, it kind of teaches kids that it's okay to read a book in a ton of different ways. Like reading can mean a lot of different things. Um, so when you, this book can be just a, a couple examples of how you can read this book. You, you can read it sort of straight through as like the story of this little pig family that's going on a picnic and then coming back, right? There's the narrative of, of right. Ma and Pa and Pickles and Penny Pig who are going on a picnic. Um, you can also read it as basically a Where's Waldo book, like Where's Goldbug, <laughs> which is how, that was my daughter's, Elena's like first interest in the book. In fact, she calls it Goldbug. We, we call the book Goldbug. Because oh, um, that was her, she was all about finding Goldbug. Um, but then you can, there's also, there's other storylines in it. You know, there's Mr. Smouse, there's Flossie and Dingo Dog, you know, right. which is just really fascinating. And then there's, uh, there's you know, it, it's kind of an encyclopedia. Like you learn about all these sort of how cars and trucks and various transportation things work. Um, you can even just, sometimes when we read it, um, my daughter would just like say, I want to read the, the airplane page. And we just sit and look at the airplane page for like 10 minutes. Right. Well, I would say, you know, in, in, in our case, 
Jack has uh, ripped lots of, this is a, a well-loved and <laughs> well-turned and, and, and dramatically ripped book. So we just have all these little Richard Scary seedlings, you know, where you have, you know, three page kind of uh, cars and trucks pamphlets just scattered all over right. the house and stashed in like the car seat. And, and it is nice that that actually kind of works that you can just, they can, they can operate independently and you can just kind of stare at, you know, it gets a self-contained scene. Yeah. I, I just think that's so, that's so neat for kids, I think, to encounter reading in that way at, at a really young age that you can, you can read it like a traditional narrative, but you can kind of jump around and, and hop around a bit. You can stay on one part or you can just skip through a bunch of it. You can read it backwards if you want. You can just read it for, specific things you know like you could just read it for Goldbug if you want um and i think i just think that's so important because in at least in my experience so much of the both of the pleasure that comes from reading for me but also i think a part of being a good reader and i would consider myself a fairly good reader is that i I have like a lot of different ways i could tackle a book you know, like there, there's a lot of ways I could look at a book, everything from right. kind of skimming to going through and reading really certain passages really closely to comparing it to other books that are similar to there's just there's just a lot of different approaches. And, and then and even the idea of being a little bit like irreverent with a book like you put out and ours is the same way. It's totally like ripped up because. We this book like not only does it go everywhere with us, but it's just like we have so much fun with it that it it gets beat up like in the process and and the book- yeah and, and part of that's the, the author like the author's like uh, there's some cross referencing so you want to make sure you you have an idea who Dingo Dog is and so you're kind of right. flipping back and like you know checking and and tr- trying to find Goldbug on various pages and so there's you know. Forward, forward, forward progress kind of stalls out, and you have to go back and <laughs> figure out what's going. <laughs> right, but that's well. Look, but let me ask you this though: like, yeah. How do you, if you were like being assigned this for school, like as a student or you know as as a good adult reader, and you were reading it, how would you, like, would you just try and follow the the pig, uh, picnic, uh, trip, or or would you? Do you get sidetracked by the finding gold bug quests or do you just look at it and try and kind of take it page by page and absorb all the different vehicles? Like if you are, if you were going to try and read this book in a straightforward fashion, like how would you do it? I, yeah, I, I think I would treat it almost more like a where's Waldo. Like, like there's this kind of like project where you're, you're sort of ostensibly looking for, um, for gold bug and maybe kind of loosely following along with the pigs. But really, it's about like each page you dive in to this tableau that's thematically it's kind of loosely connected. Like, um, I mean, there's all there's like the the one where they're paving a new road, right? So that right. that's like l- loosely the the theme of that particular page. But there's all sorts of like storylines in it. Like there's the runaway steamroller that crushes a bunch of cars. There's a lot of like very angry rabbits. Um, yeah. All the way to like there's a cheese car going somewhere. Like where's the cheese car going? Where you know where, there's a bear like sleeping under a tree in the background with a little red bicycle. Like that's all. So you can kind of just like lose yourself in trying to figure out it. You know what are the different stories in here and just kind of letting your eye kind of like wander around. So what, that, what, what, one of the dangers of that though, obviously is that it's kind of hard. Like, I think it was a long time, um, before I, like, 
I actually knew what had happened in the book. Like if you were to ask me like, like to, to do a kind of a play by play, I'd say, well, I think that the pigs went on some kind of journey and a lot of things, no, nobody was a good driver. You know? so there's a lot of like fire trucks and army vehicles and, and things like that. But it makes it, I mean, it, it does make it kind of hard to judge. I mean, it's, it's not that short of a book. I mean, you, you, you no. go through a lot of tableaus and scenes. And so it's 69 pages. Like, and maybe you already had some familiarity with it as, is youth from your youth, but I, it was only maybe recently that I, I kind of had a sense for what had actually happened <laughs> plot wise, especially because they, they go and then they, they come back, obviously not in a, uh, a, a they, they don't retrace their steps. They go right. through new place, but, but then they, you get to the picnic and the picnic is just, it's kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> totally. going on a picnic and then they, it's like they, they eat, you don't really see them eating. And then, uh, the father pig is warned to like that he's going to get sunburned, but then he does get sunburned. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then they leave. And then the, like the, the other half of the book, it, actually the picnic was not, turns out in retrospect, not that important. They, it's just them coming back. And the important thing to pay attention to was the the presents that that like Popic had bought for all his family. <laughs> well, ostensibly, but isn't that kind of the whole thing with the book? Is that like who cares about the plot? Like it's just a fun thing to kind of wander around in this book. And, right. and and there there are aspects of it that sort of like give you a little bit of structure and it's like your general bearings of what this is about. But it's not at all that important. Like their the pig's journey is. is clearly not all that important and even the the climax at the end of like he bought the the cars for all the little rabbits like that's not really the point at all right so so i i don't know the 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 lack of like a a strong narrative to like carry you through and help you know where you are doesn't seem to bother me that much because i i kind of like just being lost in it Faster, Flossie, faster. Go get Dingo. But where is that rascal? Can you see him? Homer drove his tractor into the pond. That wasn't very smart, Homer. Look! There is Mistress Mouse again. And this time, she is towing a tow truck. Hi there, Goldbug. Wherever you are. I would say this is the the favorite book at, at, in other words, if, if there's a regularly selected book for, for, for bedtime reading or anytime reading, this is the one. Yeah. So whatever, whatever, whatever Richard Scarry has done, like he's onto something. And I think, you know, we've, <laughs> we, we, you said it before that, um, like maybe the sign of a good, uh, uh, children's book is that it kind of has to annoy parents a little bit. Right. <laughs> so. But just let me let me play like sort of like flip it and just say sure. why this why this book is, and I also love it like it is it is uh, imaginative and whimsical, but also it is so bonkers, and <laughs> and you know if you read a little bit of Richard Scarry's background, uh, there was this period he was when he was in World War II, he was uh, when he when he was in the army they had him drawing maps and. Uh, illustrating propaganda and and uh, creating promotional signs, and part of me likes to think that his role was not for like the Allies doing that, but rather was drawing maps and illustrating propaganda and creating promotional signs for the enemy, and that was his form of sabotage. Can you imagine <laughs> getting a Richard Scarry map or like <laughs> propaganda or anything from him? Because I mean, there's there's something really subversive about all this. Like it's it it, it it's like you say, you know, it's meant to. When you first get it, especially because there's so many other books out there that are just 
vehicle encyclopedias. Yeah. And, you know, one page is these are construction vehicles. This is these are airplanes. These are, you know, first responders vehicles, you know, fire <laughs> truck. And it's this is a uh, dump truck. This is a steamroller. This is a pipe, you know, that, that kind of thing. Right. And it breaks them down page by page, section by section. And it educates you. <laughs> and when you first when you first open uh, even the title of the book, Cars and Trucks and Things, like, OK, that, you know, then, then you look at the front and you think. Okay, this is probably going to be another one of those. And if you're kind of thumbing through it, that's that's what you think. You see, you know, the, the first is there's some delivery trucks, and then there's definite sections where there's army vehicles and recreational, you know, art, different types of RVs, and uh, you know, uh, there's a lumber camp. And so you think, okay, we're gonna. So here's you. You think you know how it's going to be. The 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 pigs are going right. to go on this picnic, and they're going to drive through different scenes. Now they're going to be in a harbor. Now they're going to be at the airport. And then all the different types of vehicles are going to be labeled. And you're going to kind of learn more about the motorized world as they go, which is, and, but, which is, which is common and, and, and totally fine. And, but that is, <laughs> that is not at all what happens. <laughs> and you first start noticing like just some of the things that are labeled, like there's a frightened parking meter and another five seater <laughs> pencil car and a bookshelf maker's car, which is like a bookshelf maker. Is that even a thing? And, and, uh, uh, like cars are in the shapes of alligators and hammers and sharks and cheeses and like the, the pickle car that you remembered so well. <laughs> and then on top of this, the one that really drives me crazy is there's this owl riding a broom cycle or there's, there's a witch there's a witch owl riding a broom cycle and first of all like a, if it's a witch surely she should just be able to ride a broom without wheels the whole point is that the brooms can fly and then she's an a, a witch owl so she doesn't even need a broom to fly she could just fly on her own without the broom <laughs> so, so obviously then you think okay okay that's i'm just being petty this author's being whimsical it's you know it's fun that there's you know, these rainbow buses and different types of things. And, and I'm just, I, I'm just being such a grown about this. But then, like you said, there's all these, these little games you can play. And it's not just that you get, you get, uh, that you can try and find out where a gold bug is or, you know, the, the author will break up the, the narrator will break up the narrative and say, can you find, you know, what's, 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 uh, what's the, what's dingo dog up to, or can you find gold bug? But there's all these false trails, even in that little quest. Like, yeah. the, like the, it's like, is is Goldbug riding the old time buggy or the locomotive? Certainly not. Like, <laughs> it's like, and then and, you know, and then sometimes like they'll ask you to look for Dingo Dog, and you're not even sure if Dingo Dog's on the page. On the page. And, and first of all, the first time you meet Ding, Dingo Dog, Dingo Dog is not labeled. It's just a terrible driver. Is, is the little <laughs> label underneath that? <laughs> and so if you go, so which one's Dingo Dog again? And then. Is he, there's a bunch of other dogs that are driving things. Is that, and then, and so I just imagine Richard, you know, Captain Richard Scary, like planning this like in the enemy <laughs> camp and then just watching. And the enemy in this, this case maybe is the parent. The like, parents, really, exactly. Right. And just watching, <laughs> like watching us just like try and find, you know, Goldbug to show to our kid. And like, I don't know, maybe Goldbug's not even in this page. Is he, you know, is he even in here? Like what's, what's how what's the f did Dingo dog get by the nails that were spilled across the crosswalk? <laughs> it's, exactly it's 2 a.m. And I'm still thinking about the fucking nails. That's right. No, that's exactly right. And so, um, and then just, and then I just imagine like there's these other kids, maybe even my own child with captains, like 
giggling at me. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I see, I see, you fell right into these traps. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I love it. But it, but it seems so uh, – natural for kids they, yeah. they, they just they they romp all over it you know <laughs> yeah and then so and, and, and that's that's it too and so I, I feel like i get frustrated with it if especially if if uh you know when the when the child isn't engaged with it it can be a little frustrating but it if when you read this just how much they they just hop around and fasten on particular things and get so excited i mean this is one of the books that it just incites exclamation like mm. oh like look at that like well, what's going on there <laughs> <laughs> well I, okay so i like the idea of um subversion like how it, it sort of takes your normal expectations or um ideas of how things should go but but it it, it it's also very um textured like there, there's all these different like layers and dimensions to this so obviously visually it's just textured and kind of it's like a it's like looking at a jackson pollock you know it's yeah. it's sort of like literary like epilepsy you're just like all over the place um but then then there's all these other like axes like there there's kind of super modern stuff like the sports cars that look like hyper yeah. futuristic and then there's tons of like little like old-time buggies and old-time fire engines you know yeah, um, and, then, and then also sometimes it seems like he really is excited to introduce like very concrete concepts, and, and even if like, the attention to detail in some of the drawings is very good, and it's like, oh, this is like a cross section of something. And like it's a, and then sometimes it's just there's like different levels. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna draw a, a, no, 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 a pickle truck, or like, <laughs> a, let's just like throw a roadster in here, just another roadster. Right. And then and then too the. The, the the narration is really strange that that sometimes so the narrator both describes things like what's going on uh, points things out but then also sometimes the the narrator is talking to the reader and then also sometimes the narrator is talking to the characters right in the and, book. It's, and it's un, and it's unclear like sometimes they seem to like it, it leaks over like sometimes you know they'll say that the thing about getting a banana mobile the pigs will and then, um, and then the narrator, I think, will ask you, like, do you want a banana mobile? Right. <laughs> and then, like, like a couple of pages later, one of the like a you know, pickles pig uh, will will say, uh, I think I'd prefer to have a carrot car. And it's like, did he hear me say I, I, I did what? It's like what? Like, can we hear each other? Is like a never-ending story kind of situation. <laughs> and then there's also weird, like, so there's the like the quotation marks and there's like weird script in there. That's dialogue between other non pig characters. So Ooh, it's like, yeah. you know, like one, uh, you know, like a, a rabbit rolling a stream or like, Hey, watch out. Or what are you doing? Or, you know, something like that. And that, but it's like a different kind of script. Yeah, it, it is. There, there are so many textures and, and it's, it's unclear like what's out loud and who's being addressed. Cause it's all kind of topsy turvy and just kind of floating and swimming around the page. I think I feel like you could a, a literary type could do a killer like postmodern analysis of oh. Richard Scarry's Cars and Trucks and things. Oh, oh for sure. <laughs> well, so one thing is, um, I think that the 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 real heroic character of the book is Mistress Mouse. Oh yeah. And and like so so we talk about the the the, the three themes and it's uh, everybody in the book is is a terrible driver like with. It far exceeding their weight limits, <laughs> just like they have just like you know, watermelons and 
just somebody driving around with a sailboat on top of their car. Or, like, you know, Don't get me started on Maniac Bug, all right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like, classic false show. It's like, is it Go Bug? Is this? No, it's, no, it's obviously it's Maniac, Maniac Bug. Bug. Idiot. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then, uh, Pa, uh, uh, you know, Paw Pig is he? He's a he's a sleep through half of it. It's, he's kind of the. <laughs> he's always tired, you know. He's, he's always just tired. Always he, working he really hard. He gets sunburned and he maybe overeats. Anyway, so, but the, the 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 real person just going through scene after scene, and then quietly fixing tires and towing trucks, like even sometimes towing other tow trucks. You know, <laughs> right, like, right. it's Mistress Mouse just just like like fixing everything and like. Oh my gosh! I just <laughs> and so... and kind of subtly doesn't she win the race? Doesn't she win the sports yeah. car race? Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great point. I hadn't really thought about that, but she is is the true hero of the book. I think that's that's a strong case. <laughs> so I, I feel like you know if there's maybe, maybe there's another book that's just all of it for Mistress Mouse, or maybe like if you do a book, Mistress Mouse is the one. It, it, you know, it's really she's really the. The, the one who, 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 it's who, an adult it's just laced with profanities just so right. much frustration <laughs> um so i so so um there, i feel like there's sort of like in, indefinite um amounts of uh like you could go into 30 different directions with the book but um, sort of in the spirit of that, like, how do you feel about a little lightning round? Oh, <laughs> to... <laughs> I mean, I am so ready for I don't know if I've ever been more ready for a lightning round. <laughs> I, like, I feel like of all the books we do, this is a lightning round is the most, is like really the only way to handle. The whole thing really should have been a lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> That's right. Lightning, round from the... <laughs> lightning all over the place. <laughs> okay. So if, if you personally uh, could own any one of Richard Scarry's cars, trucks, or things that go, what, what would you pick? Well, in, in the spirit of this book, um, <laughs> I'm going to have a few answers to this one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> so, now that I know that the, 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 the pickle car seems really – or the pickle semi seems really to resonate so with you. you know, so it's like, really important to me, but isn't, that is not the, the pickle semi is not the, the car I would choose. <laughs> yeah, okay. So my, my, my first thought is that when I was growing up, my, my aunt and uncle, who I spent a lot of time with um, – they had a convertible VW Bug, and I, I love that car. It was so much fun to drive around in. Um, so I'm nostalgic for it. There's a lot of VW Bugs in this car, but there's one, the Wolf Wagon, which yes. just looks like a regular old VW Bug until it decides to open its mouth and eat something else. Right. It's, <laughs> so also, <laughs> it's also driven by a wolf. Right. It's well, itself a wolf. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, I, I, but, but 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 sometimes the vehicles are called that because they're in the shape of it, and sometimes right. they're called that because, like that's like there's like a bear or a cat or something driving it. But this is one that is it is both. both. It is the most thoroughly wolf wagon. Yes, it is the most thoroughly that vehicle of <laughs> Runner-ups include the autoplane because I mean, come on, flying car. Right. Um, and I, you know, I've got a Zosbart for the uh, the hippie army car. Like all those army cars are pretty cool, and then there's the, but it's not called the hippie army car. It's called the the civilian vehicle, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's really just an like, like a a Humvee dressed up with flower power covering. Um, and, and and they make they make some kind of note, don't they? That it's like this is this is like the other ones, but it's just kind of decorated differently. Right, <laughs> <You know? right. laughs> and, these, and these are actually army, but they but they but they've decided to, to do this one a little bit more <laughs> different kind of tone. Yeah. Their, I'm car, just, their I, car is just I, like an army car, but it is painted differently. <laughs> I'm, I'm just uh, glad you didn't say the the the, the Bruma cycle or, because I, I just would have just ripped the microphone. 
Uh, yeah, that's my answer. Okay, so, so uh, I th- you seem to really just relish the chaos of this book, but um, if there is something you had to eliminate to streamline it, what would it be? No, so I, th- I think there's a noticeable lag in this book immediately after the um, Charlie the Carpenter drops all his nails on the sidewalk. Yeah. So after that, there's several pages, maybe five or six of like the in detail the road construction process and i feel like that part kind of slogs along a little bit um so i would maybe you know streamline that to maybe two or three pages rather than five or six okay and if you had to add anything in would would you double down on 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 wolf wagons or like is i feel like uh there are a couple motorcycles, but I feel like a motorcycle gang page would have been would have been really interesting, like just hundreds of motorcycles. Um, and then I was also thinking it covers most of the transportation world, but there's no uh, like subway. So yeah. maybe like a like the L in Chicago, like an elevated yeah. sort of subway tableau might have been cool. I can get on board with that. I would love to see a Richard Skier like animal and more five sort of benign version of Hell's Angels, just like mm, yep. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, now that you've read it so many times, um, how easily can you find Goldbug? Like do you all you know you know at any given time where Goldbug is? So, I'm still not I'm still not sure that oh, I know I, that I I found all the gold bugs. No, I'm I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will say I am I am definitely not as good as my oldest daughter. I mean, okay. she crushes me. <laughs> and, and, and my my younger daughter, who's one and a half right now, is quickly closing the gap. So I, She's <laughs> lapping lest I fall into vanity, <laughs> just throw that out there. But I'm pretty good. Uh, if, uh, if if the book had a musical theme, uh, what would it be? <laughs> um, this is a great question. And I, I wish I was more um, musically literate because I feel like there are probably so many good answers to that question. But the first thing that comes to mind is something kind of uh, Scott Joplin-y. Like, like the, the, yeah. the thing that's coming to mind Back is, is, yeah. is uh, <laughs> the soundtrack to The Sting. You know, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like <laughs> rag. It. It's got this great kind of up and down, but it's kind of, it's like bouncy and, and and cheerful but also a little like crazy and bonkers too and so i, I feel like that uh, would fit kind of well with this i uh i just wonder what this would be like if 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 you read it but in the background there was that sort of brooding theme from there will be blood oh <laughs> <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> really sinister um okay so you um i, I sort of made a, a uh, kind of a devil's advocate case for why this book is is, is insane. Um, is there any that is there and, and you defended it I think pretty ably and I I think I agree with you. But is there anything that kind of drives you bonkers about the book? You there's a slow section, but is there anything that, that does kind of like annoy you <laughs> about, about the cars and trucks and things that go? Uh, other than that slow section, I can honestly say no. Like I, th- this and going on a bear hunt, like I, I have never once felt like, uh, no, this, come on, let's do another. I'm always like, <laughs> yes, right away, immediately, <laughs> let's read it. And I'm, I'm, I'm fr- I try to be better about this, but I'm a little pushy about these books. You know, if there's any lapse in, you know, what do you want to read? Any hesitation at all? How about cars and trucks? You know, yeah, no, <laughs> um, I'm, uh, you know. That, that's there's there's never been a chance when cars and trucks wasn't like <laughs> the, 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 the go-to so right. um so that's not a situation i often find myself in where i have to like i have to lobby for right. it. but no i'm i agree these i mean i feel, I feel like there's a reason that that we, we that our kids like them and that we picked them to, to do you know podcast episodes on this because they are 
they're, they're just spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode of A Thousand and One Good Nights. If you want to learn more about this book and other bedtime stories, check out our website at a thousand and one goodnights.com. That's one zero zero one goodnights.com. Be sure to sign up for our monthly email newsletter to get updates about upcoming seasons and other new content. Finally, please help us out by rating the show on iTunes. This helps spread the word about the show and get it in front of new listeners each week. 